1: Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle, and I will be your host and guide. The season is off to such a great start, and I've received so much positive feedback for Episode 1, and so much gratitude for being able to hear another Twin Flame share their experience. And then this week, I came across a quote from Maya Angelou. She says, There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. I thought that was such a relevant quote for the twin flame journey, right? This journey that is so hard to explain to other people. This journey that can be hard to share the synchronicity signs and dreams that we experience. And a journey that is hard to explain the deep knowing that we carry inside of us that accompanies this journey without substantiated evidence to support it. So Perhaps the more we can share our stories here, it seems it not only helps all of you who are listening, but as Maya Angelou says, it may take away some agony for the twin flame who gets to share their story and no longer has to keep it inside of them. So make sure to stay to the end to hear the next twin flame share, as well as information on how you can send your twin flame story and experience in. Okay, let's dive in. I want to talk about karmic relationships there's so much in twin flame circles about that talk about our twin flame and their karmic partners however i'm going to do something a little different rather than focus on our twin flames karmic partner i'm going to talk about the energy around karmic relationships in general and how we can look at it in our own lives so the common twin flame concept as you probably know around karmic relationships is that any romantic partner that your twin flame may have is considered a karmic relationship, right? And the theory follows that there's karma from past lives that need to be worked out between your twin flame and their partner before you can be in union with them. Now, while I believe there's truth in this, I also know you can reach union with them whether or not it's physical or romantic. Because remember, everything is energy. And the karmic relationship your twin flame may be in can often continue to support their human experience so therefore it's not always necessary in my opinion to get rid of karmic relationships if they are serving your twin flames highest good right at this moment now as you know this journey is also ongoing and constantly changing and so while this karmic relationship may be serving them at the moment it doesn't mean it always will but and this is what i feel is important In order for us not to create more karma for ourselves, I find it best to let our twin flame live and experience their own life and journey and karma on their own timeline. And I also feel that when we put our focus, blame, or responsibility on our twin flame and their karmic partner, this can fall into a codependency trap of needing their situation to change so that we can feel better and come into union. Instead, Instead, we can stand in our own sovereignty and come back to self-love with ourselves and union with ourselves, both of which are possible to do without them. But to do so, we have to take responsibility for any karma or karmic partners we may have in our own lives that is not serving us, as well as any energy we may be sending out that is not for the highest good of all. Now, I also know the twin flame journey looks different for everyone, right? It looks different for all of you. So I, you know, I share all of this in a general matter, but know that your situation, my situation, the twin flames that you hear share their situations are all different. So that's why I like to look at these twin flame concepts from an energetic standpoint rather than a literal one. Because although these twin flame concepts that we learn about can have truth in them, they are so often personified through the lens of our own beliefs around love and our own karma. And it feels important right now (laughs) to remind us that twin flames share a soul-to-soul connection, right? We share the same soul blueprint as our twin flame. It doesn't mean we're incomplete without them. It just means that our souls share the same blueprint. And the soul blueprint, what that is, is just the sacred geometry of our soul. Now, although all souls share the same sacred geometry of the divine... There are individual geometrical differences based on our level of consciousness. Okay, so that's our soul's blueprint. Now, the thing to remember is we do not share the same human design or karma as our twin flame. Right, so we, if we look at it as energy, our two souls have taken on two different energetic resonances in the form of a human body. And we are not the same frequency as our twin flame's human self. Only their soul self. So when our human self, which is our mind and our body, can align with our soul, that's when we come into union and resonance with our soul. That's when all three are vibrating at the same frequency. And when we get to this frequency, right, this resonance, the soul resonance is the same resonance as our twin flame soul. And that is when we're able to feel union energy and feel in union with them. We are in union with our soul's residence, and therefore we are vibrating with them at their highest level. However, their human self may not be in that alignment. And that's okay. And that's not for us to change. Just because we resonate the same at a soul level, we don't have control over their human karma. And it's not our job to change them. And because of the laws of the universe and the law of attraction... As we align with our soul and get closer and closer to it, their soul will naturally be drawn to us. However, this took me a long time to figure out how to put this in words and understand this. If they have a lot of trauma and karma in the way, they may feel this pull to us. But because this pull is happening through the lens of their own human karma, it may not look the way we expect it to or need it to or want it to at this very moment. And that's why this push and pull happens, because we see the relationship through our karma as well. We feel it on a resonant level that there's this complete connection here that aligns the same. But we are all, until we're Buddha state, where all of our karma has been burned through, we are looking at everything in the world through the lens of our karma. And that is why I always say, please only take what resonates, because I'm not at that Buddha state. And I'm only sharing all of this through my level, through my karma. And I'm clearing, right, as we all are as fast as I can, and as much as I can, but I'm still clearing karma. So my sharing is always through my karma. And I just want to, you know, say that so that you tune into your own vibration and tune into what resonates for you, and what is true for you. And that may change, right? That may change day to day, which is a beautiful thing, because things change, right? So that That where we are right now is not going to be where we are tomorrow. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not so good. But it's just what life is. Okay. So karma. I'm going to read the definition from the Oxford Dictionary. It says, in Hinduism and Buddhism, karma is the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. And the example is a Buddha is believed to have completely purified his karma. This definition also says, quote, destiny or fate following as effect from cause, unquote. And this is also in alignment with with Newton's law of cause and effect, which states that for every action or every force in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction, right, on this planet of polarity we always are balancing out. We always have to balance out. It's a law of the nature. And so when we send out something that's negative, the law says that's going to come back to us, right? We don't just get to get away with stuff, right? Things come back to us, we will feel that negativity in some way or form. It's all energy. When we send out positive things, and we send out love, that love comes back to us, right? That's a law of cause and effect. And it's a law of karma. So When we come down into this earth plane, our twin flame and ourself, we come into separate, right? Different families, you know this, and we take on different ancestral karmas. So when we meet our twin flame and we experience that inexplicable draw to them and attraction to them, our soul is being drawn to their soul. And the resonance at both of our soul levels match and we are recognizing it and feeling that vibration. Now, sometimes, You don't recognize them until later because you have so much karma that I'm speaking from personal experience, so much karma that's in the way that is blocking that resonance, right? And then the karma gets cleared and all of a sudden, wow, there's that person. So same thing for them. It's always different. And it all depends on the resonance of the karma that's blocking the soul's vibration or resonance. Because the human karma is a thicker, different density, than the soul vibration. So now, all of our karma, right, gives us a certain vibration, and our soul has a certain resonance or vibration. And when we experience separation with our twin flame, it's usually because our human vibration and resonance of all the individual karma, like I explained, doesn't align with our soul. And in fact, our twin flame Their behaviors and everything they do will light up all the karma we need to clear. And twin flames, I believe, already have an expanded consciousness. And that's why we have to take on heavy karma. Because we have to balance that out to live here on earth. And then as we clear it, we are achieving that balance and changing our vibration, expanding our consciousness as we do this. And affecting the people around us. So when we're born, we take on the ancestral karma in our DNA from our family, our birth family. And then we are collecting karma from our experiences as we grow up. And a lot of this karma for a lot of us is trauma. And that's why we do our healing work. It's not that anything's wrong with us. It's just that we have to burn the karma we've inherited, and we've taken on. And this is our path, right? A path back to the divine light that we are a path home to our soul. And this is powerful and sacred work. And I know it can be so hard at times. And we go through intense emotions and healings. It can be overwhelming, I know. And that is why this Twin Flame journey is so profound. Because they are the guide back home. Because we've got this other living being who at their soul is is matching the resonance of what we're trying to get to. Right? And we get glimpses of it when we get to be with them. And it wakes us up and it stirs up that karma and that karma's like, "Oh, this isn't right. This needs to go." So, if you are struggling right now, please know that this is karma. It's not you, right? And that these I know it's real, right? We have to we're living in this body and our cells have to feel these emotions. And that these emotions won't change until we feel it, we get our power back, right? But know that these emotions will change. And this intensity won't last. And the more we do the work, the easier it is. Again, we're all just changing that vibration and life is constantly changing. And when you set the intention to heal, you will heal. And you have within you this soul that vibrates at a very high level. So please hold hope in in those darkest of nights. Know that it'll change. And most of all, may may I gently remind you to stay out of overthinking especially the twin flame concepts. And I say that because I know that hung me up for a long time, right? We try as good girls and good boys. We try and follow those rules because we want to do this right because it means so much for us. It means so much for us because we're coming at it from our deepest level, our soul level. We want to get this right. But this, isn't, this is a concept that's hard to understand because it's at a concept that's beyond our human resonance right now right this is a soul connection an energetic connection and so as much as we can to take time on our journey to focus on our breathing connect to our hearts connect to the earth get in nature hug a tree roll on the grass build a sandcastle work with your dreams and reach out for help right be, and also, I forgot to add, be creative. Creativity connects us to our unconscious. It's such a healing, high-resonant thing. Sing, dance, chant, paint, draw, cook, right? Write. Reach out for help. You don't have to heal your karma on your own. So I hope that all has helped. We all have karma some we've inherited, some we've created, and once we become aware of this, we can stop creating things we don't want, and we can start creating the good stuff, and then we can heal the stuff that's there, right? And if we want to, if that's our intention, we get to clear all of it. Oh, what an amazing thought, right? So most of all, I want you to remember you're not alone. And if you want to share your Twin Flame experience, please email a voice recording, five to ten minutes long. To twinflame transformation11 at gmail.com. I'm sending you all so much love and thank you for being on this journey together. And now, please enjoy our second beautiful, powerful, moving Twin Flame Journey Share. Namaste.
0: Hello, my name is Wolf. Where I'm from is a fusion of the Middle East, Asia and Europe. I grew up in an emotionally challenging environment, feeling unworthy. I had a mild speech and impairment, so I hated talking when all the attention was on me. Um, Since I was seven years old, I've had an imaginary friend a boy with light blue eyes. I believed that I had to speak English to be able to talk to him. So I started to learn the language by myself. He's grown up with me as I grow older. I had a dream career with this imaginary friend. At my adult age, I ended up living in Australia where I got married and had a child. And befriended a beautiful family with a child, same age as mine. My wake-up call came while I was watching some videos about esotericism. So the more I learned, the more I experienced synchronicities and the states of knowing. The husband of our family friend that I mentioned had the career that I always dreamed of. So we started to work on some projects. One day I saw something very familiar in his left eye. Then it happened again and again. It was the same feeling when I looked at my own left eye and his left eye. I was feeling myself, I was feeling safe, feeling like home when I was around him. We were spending a lot of time together and going through a lot of conflicts based on misunderstandings, but as long as we talked in person, we resolved every issue and I felt even more connected to him. With the strength and courage that came with this connection, I wanted to grow and be a strong, independent, a self-made woman. So one after another, wounds started to come to the surface. With no breaks, I kept working on myself. Um, Wounds would come out, especially when we had a conflict with my friend. I would go through big emotions, then compulsive speech and guilt. After about seven months, um, I was exhausted. In July 2022, I started to descend into a darkness. I was okay with the darkness because I knew that it was necessary and part of my healing, but I didn't know what to do with my relationships, especially with my very special friendship. After another misunderstood message of mine, I experienced the first um, separation stage. All of you who is listening to this now know the separation pain. On one hand, I I was descending into a darkness and I needed to look after myself. On the other hand, I was feeling extremely guilty with, you know, making myself misunderstood again and having hurt my friend's feelings and my husband was constantly attacking me with his jealousy. So three months passed in that mood and every single day I asked myself, why can I not just let him go? Friendships end. And what are all these feelings about? I did come across with twin flame stories but thought, oh, nice love stories but not for me, thanks. So the more I ignored it, the more twin flame stories appeared. I had um, very powerful dreams that I had to consult for interpretations. One day, half-heartedly, I laid down on my bed and started listening to Twin Flame Transformation by Michelle. I listened to the 70 episodes in one go, I think, and I wrote down every single misunderstanding that my friend and I had. I looked at the twisted meanings that were sent to each other. I went through my journals, my childhood photos, I called my mum to get more information about my imaginary friend. So after the three months of separation, we united only for two weeks. I made another damn mistake and the second separation began. This separation pulled me down to a deeper, dark place. Physically, I became really unwell. Um, I had to tell all about it to my husband. Then I reached out to Michelle for help. In our first meeting, it was heavily raining. I was in my car in tears and screaming. I can't feel great about myself. How am I supposed to be happy because I heal my wounds while I hurt my friend's feelings? He won't believe me. I can't tell him about it. He is not a spiritual man. He won't believe me, saying, actually, we are the same soul, and it was you who triggered all... These wounds of mine, so that I heal, and when you wake up, hopefully one day, it will be your turn to heal. It felt like a curse, and I wanted to stop it. <laughs> For few weeks, few weeks more, I was stuck in that dark place, and I had dreams after dreams that we looked into them with Michelle. So a sexual abuse that I had buried at the bottom of the ocean came up to surface. The pain that I felt with the second separation from my friend led me towards starting my healing. The difficult part is not being sexually abused. The difficult part is healing everything around feeling unworthy. It's happening though. I'm healing slowly. So I've been sad for months now. My friend is not um, talking to me for ages. And as long as he is well, he doesn't have to talk to me. Actually, the 15th of January is his birthday, so I wish him my best. So you see, not all twin flames have to have a romantic relationship or come together in this lifetime. The unconditional love for me is with or without him in this lifetime, although I badly miss his friendship. It was the 19th of September when I accepted my Twin Flame manifestation and I still didn't understand how to live my life, how to manage the energy shifts, have to be a friend with my friend again if he ever calls me back. And all this unknowing is okay. Thanks so much again for listening and for your support.